And so, yeah, the, the um, verses, Acts chapter 2, verses 1 to 21. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly the sound of a blowing violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now they were staying in Jerusalem. Now they were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment, because each one heard their own language being spoken. Utterly amazed, they asked, "Aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hears in them in our own native language?" Parthians, Medes, Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs. We hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own tongues. Amazed and perplexed, they asked one another, what does this mean? Some, however, made fun of them and they said, they have had too much wine. Then Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed the crowds. Fellow Jews and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Listen carefully to what I say. These people are not drunk, as you suppose. It is only nine in the morning. No, this was, what, this was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God said, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in heaven above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. This is the word of the Lord. Oh man, brilliant. Thank you, Chloe. We're going to uh, have a time of prayer now. Uh, and following that uh, reading, uh, we had that, that long list of all the different uh, nations. And God is a God of all nations. Um, and so, and at this time of Pentecost, we especially pray for people to come to know Jesus for themselves. And so what I've done is I have invited a number of, I think there's three of us in the congregation to come um, to the front. So um, Bav, Evan, um, and Johanna like to join me um, up here. And uh, we're going to have a time of prayer for uh, revival around the world, for people to encounter Jesus. Um, and these three are going to uh, lead us in prayer in, in the language from, from their home, from their home nation. Um, so take it away, guys. And let's, it's always really moving um, to be led in prayer um, in other tongues. Um, and so let's join in prayer uh, for revival across the world, the God of the nations. Um, and then I will lead us in some prayers after that. Um, <coughs> Vater, ich danke dir für alle, die heute kommen konnten. Ich danke dir auch für alle, die nicht kommen konnten, ähm, ich bitte dich für die Gemeinde in Deutschland, dass du ihr wieder neues Leben schenken möchtest und dass viele Menschen auch noch zu dir kommen werden. Amen. Bravo, Isu. 
અમને તમે ધન્યવાદ એજ કે તમે તમારો પવિત્ર આત્મા અમને આપ્યો છે આ દિવસ પેન્ટિકોસના દિવસે હું પ્રાર્થના કરું છું કે આ ચર્ચમાં આ દેશમાં આ દુનિયામાં તમારું પવિત્ર આત્મા પડે એક પવિત્ર આગની તળા પ્રભુ ઈશુના નામમાં આમેન Lord you know I don't speak very good Welsh but you know my heart so here we go Eintard er hynoid yn nefoedd Sanctaide de Enu Deler de Dairnas Gunele de Wulchis Megis yn y nef Fechli ar y ddair hefyd Darwy ni heddiw ein bara benaddiol A maddau i ni ein dyledion fel a madion ninai in deledwer ac nac ar wine ni brevedgaith either guared ni rag drug canis ethod ti ur deirnes ar gachli ar gagorniont an ois oisoith amen Amen. Thanks guys. Why don't we give them a little round of applause. Thank you so much for leading us uh, in prayer. Let's have a time just continuing in prayer now. Um, and first, just a space. Thank you. Good evening, everybody. Particularly welcome to anyone here for the first time. My name is Jonathan. I'm the vicar here. Uh, I'm slightly disoriented. Those of you who know me well know that I'm a creature of habit. So if anybody else is disoriented here, welcome uh, the lord is the same lord and it can do us good to do things differently some of you just rejoicing at last we're doing something different um thank you andy and the team the idea uh, andy's leading our evening service there's freedom to try doing things in different ways uh we're going to do this from time to time and then have a think through uh is this really helpful is what's helped what's not and we'll see how we go on God is definitely doing something new among us and we don't want to be stuck in the past ways of doing things. We want to hold on to the fact that God is the same, Jesus is the same, the scriptures are the same, that has not changed. But how we do things needs to change and we need the Lord to lead us. Uh, the really dangerous thing operating from here is that my back is to the clock. There's a reason why I normally preach from up there and I can see it. So I have no idea, maybe here for hours. Um um I could preach for hours and hours and would be delighted to do so. Um so we'll just so that will get you praying. And those of you that end you may need to sort of take your watch off and wave it at me or or something like that. I remember as a student uh I was at a CU thing there was a guy who came who preached for about an hour and he was he was saying he'd been somewhere where he was preaching actually I think he preached for about an hour and 20 it was George Verwer from of the OM Uh, after about an hour someone at the back took their watch and waved it at him and he just said hallelujah there's a man at the back offering his watch for the lord's work steward take it from him and so uh, anyway let's let's pray that god will come lord god our father we praise you that some things do not change that your love for us is constant that jesus is the same yesterday today and forever that your holy spirit is available to us that the scriptures and the truth of those do not change and yet in this changing world while well, we praise you that your love is constant we pray for grace as in this church family we want to follow and be in step with you will you lead us into this new season such that our security is in you 
and not in the way we do things. So tonight, whether we're really excited about doing something new or whether we're really a bit thrown, we pray, come and minister to us by your spirit. As I speak, take my words as we listen to the scriptures, speak to us through them. And come and work in all of us, we pray. Give us grace to go along with what you are saying to us. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. So two big things going on uh, this weekend. The Queen's Platinum Jubilee, Pentecost. Uh, And I've been thinking uh, how to hold these together. Um, So Pentecost, we've heard the reading. Thank you, Chloe. Bet you were delighted you got to read all that long list. Round of applause for Chloe for reading the list that no one else wants to read. Pentecost, the disciples are there, about 120 of them we read in the chapter before. Jesus had told them to wait in Jerusalem. They're gathered, so I don't know, twice as many people as are here tonight, something like that. They're gathered praying and suddenly something dramatic happens. There's a noise like a wind. It wasn't a wind, but a noise like a wind. There are like tongues of fire. It wasn't fire, but it was like that. And they are filled with the Spirit. They burst out into the street speaking in other languages. Uh, Wasn't that great to have prayers? I think that was German and Gujarati. And it may have been Welsh. or I have no idea. Um, Something like that. But it was lovely just looking around. I can see folks from Finland and South Africa and Pakistan as well. There may be others here. That we are one family. uh, And God loves this. The... The other languages, the main point of that on Pentecost is that the good news is for everybody, whoever you are. Uh, Ukraine, welcome from Ukraine. Uh, All these different um, nationalities tonight, praise the Lord. The fire and the wind, interesting. Uh, Both of these can come really powerfully or they can be very gentle. So a fire, you can have a powerful forest fire, which is terrifying, or you can have a fire in the grate in your hearth at home. We'd put all our fire stuff away uh, before Easter. I'm really tempted to get it out this week again. It's just been cold. But a gentle fire is warming and lovely and comforting. A dramatic fire, a bit scary, powerful. The same with the wind. You can have a hurricane uh, force of wind that you can't really stand up in. Uh, I was in Anglesey on holiday. Do you remember those three storms we had? Dudley and the other two. I forget what the other two were called. Franklin was one and something beginning with E. Eunice, there we go. Um, We were, Juliet and I had gone to have a gentle week walking the coast path around Anglesey and it was about 60 miles an hour, so it was an extreme sport for us. Really dramatic wind. Or you can have a hot sunny day, if you can imagine that, and a gentle breeze, just cooling and wonderful. Now, the Holy Spirit can come powerfully such that we really sense God is meeting with us. And many of you will have had the occasional powerful encounter with God. But more often than not, the Holy Spirit comes gently, day by day, like the gentle breeze, the warming fire. Uh, Another illustration of water in the Bible. You don't get water on the day of Pentecost, but Jesus said that the Holy Spirit would be like a a well, welling up streams of living water flowing from within. And again, water can be really powerful. You take Niagara Falls, extraordinarily powerful. Or it can be really gentle, just gentle spring rain like we had this morning. Uh, 
But it can, either way, the Holy Spirit can come gently or powerfully, and God knows us and the best way uh, to come to us. Uh, so there's the story of Pentecost. Now, we've been celebrating the Queen's uh, 70 years, um, 70 years as Queen, 75 years of service. She was 21 when she pledged herself to serve the nation and the Commonwealth and asked for prayer. Uh, and the, the lovely thing about what's happened this weekend is that the nation has not only acknowledged her service, but acknowledged the Christian faith that lies beneath it. The BBC that loves to ignore Christianity altogether has done that brilliant service from St Paul's Cathedral and talked about the Queen's clear faith. Uh, now, the illustration that I've, been, I've found this week is on the back of a coin. I don't know, I've got a, a pound coin here. I don't know if any of you carry coins. Any of you got a coin? You get a coin out. If you've got a purse or a wallet or a coin, you get a, dig a coin out. Um, but you don't have to because you can see on the screen there's a coin. Um, on pretty much all British coins where you've got the Queen's head, you will have words like this round it, letters like this round it. Sometimes you'll find some coins in your, in your purse or your wallet that um, have got a a different design because occasional coins for different reasons. Uh, but it usually says something like this. So the year, 2017, if we go from bottom left, Elizabeth II, then DG Reg FD, or it may be Gra Reg Fid Def sometimes you get. Now, you have been handling these coins all your life, but how many of you would be confident, how many of you who weren't here this morning when I told you, how... How many of you would be confident of knowing what those letters stand for? Well, there were, there were a few this morning. There were about three this morning, so very good. So um, the DG Reg, or Dei Gra Reg, it, these are, this is all Latin. There's two phrases. Dei Gratia Regina, DG Reg, is Queen by God's Grace. The D from which we get Deus, which is God in Latin, Dei. Uh, gratia, the same word we get, gratitude, gratefulness, grace, faith. Uh, Regina is queen, no doubt when the queen dies and Charles becomes king, it will go to Rex for king or something like that. But, uh, uh, so this is queen by God's grace. And then FD or fid def is Latin for fide defensor, uh, something like that, which means defender of the faith. Uh, and the Queen has pledged herself to defend, to be an example of the Christian faith. Uh, the Christian faith, we give freedom. So when the Christian faith flourishes in this land, people of other religions or no religion are free to practice religion the way they choose. God gives us freedom. Uh, but she herself has always been very clear that it is the Christian faith she stands to. Uh, if you want to do a bit of research, you could dig out her Christmas letters, uh, Christmas addresses, 70 of them over the last 70 years. Uh, but she's got more explicit about her Christian commitment down the years. So, for example, we've got two we can put up on the screen. In 2014, she says, for me, I won't attempt to do the voice, for me, the life of Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace, is an inspiration and an anchor in my life. Or in 2000, for me, the teachings of Christ and my own personal accountability before God 
provide a framework in which I try to lead my life. And you could find other, each, when you put all these together. Jesus is the bedrock of her faith. Uh, she's someone who reads the scriptures, who prays, who attends church. And she could not possibly have served the nation as consistently and steadfastly for 70 years or more if God, by his Holy Spirit, had not been at work in her. Now, there are the occasional dramatic manifestations of the Holy Spirit, but far more normal for all of us is a daily fresh filling of God's Holy Spirit. We're told in the scriptures to be filled and go on being filled with the Holy Spirit, day after day after day. Uh, so, for the Queen, her anointing as Queen in Westminster Abbey, back it was in 1953, when she'd been Queen for about a year already, that was a profound moment. She needed persuading to let the television cameras in, uh, but the coronation was uh, watched by the biggest global audience of, of the time for anything. But the bit she didn't allow to be shown was the point where she was anointed with oil and prayed for filling with the Holy Spirit as the archbishops prayed for her. She, really, she just wanted that to be between her and God and not to be broadcast. A profound encounter with God surrounded by worship and his people. But then day after day after day, she's come back to Jesus, the anchor in her life, his teaching as an inspiration. And Jesus says that when we come to him like that, he fills us with his spirit. And day by day, she's been strengthened by God's Holy Spirit. The gentleness of the spirit, the gentle warming like the fire in the grate, the gentle breeze, like when you're overheating and you just have a cool breeze, the gentle rain. Um, so last week, we looked at a lot of Jesus' teaching from the Holy Spirit, and we, used, we finished with these verses, so from John chapter 7. Jesus said, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as Scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. By this he meant the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were later to receive. So here Jesus, on, on the day of Pentecost, you have the illustration of fire and wind. Here Jesus uses the illustration of water. Now, some of you have seen this in my favourite illustration. I used this this morning at the all-age service, and I thought I'd do it again today. I actually did it at the 8 o'clock as well, which is a rare thing to have this visual aid at the 8 o'clock. But here is a vase full of water. It's pretty heavy, it's pretty full. And I want you to imagine that this vase is your life or my life. And you have come to Jesus and he has filled you with his Holy Spirit. But you find as you try to live this out at home and at work, it's difficult to bite your tongue, it's difficult to forgive people, there are some trying people around, and you just find it's like you've been poured dry. So it's like the, the Spirit and you've just gone dry to the point where there's Nothing left, just the odd drop there. Now Jesus said, if anyone comes to me, rivers of living water will flow from in them, or streams of living water. It would be like, I don't know if you saw the BBC service, Archbishop of York, Stephen Cottrell, preached a brilliant serve about Jesus. But he said it's like a well or a fountain, 
a deep well that we can always draw refreshment from, a fountain that springs up. And when we come to Jesus, he puts his spirit in us. It says it's not just a one-off filling of the spirit, but day after day after day, the spirit wells up within us. So we find as we come to the next day and we come to Jesus that he has filled us with his resources again, just like my vase is full up with water again and it's, it's all there. So we go through the next day. Now I can tell who's seen this before because they're saying, oh yeah, we've seen this before. And I can tell who hasn't seen this before because they're going, oh my goodness, that's clever. They've woken up. Uh, so here is the visual aid that God fills you and me with his Holy Spirit and when we come to Jesus, that spirit wells up within us day after day. In the Lord's Prayer, we prayed, give us today our daily bread. Now, when you try and take on the weight of the world, all the things that you've got to do over the next week or month, it's too much. Jesus gives us resources for each day. So I find by the end of the day, I'm pretty done. I am poured out. Uh, but I get up the next day, and as I pray, God fills me up afresh. This, the Holy Spirit is a well, welling up within me. So the next day you come, and there are more resources to keep, keep going. And you put, give yourself out, and yet God keeps replenishing you and restoring. Now, if the Queen had not been coming back to Jesus, Holy Spirit, day after day after day, she could not possibly have served our nation like this for 70 years. There is an awe in the nation at how she has served and been consistent over all this time. And she has told us that Jesus is her bedrock. And, that she, and she is a wonderful example of the undramatic filling and strengthening of the Holy Spirit day by day by day. At Pentecost, we often think about the dramatic pouring out of the Holy Spirit. But today, as I've thought about the Queen this week, by God's grace, Queen, defender of the faith, you and I can say we are, by God's grace, sons and daughters of the living God. We want to be good ambassadors of the Christian faith where we are. And as we come to Jesus, uh, you will find that he'll fill you with his spirit and you can go on day after day after day. There's more. Now, we could do this all day. Actually, we couldn't. I can do it 13 times and I know it runs out. And, and uh, for those of you who are thinking, how does he do that magic? not actually magic but there we are but the truth is uh, this is the illustration perhaps we'll put it away for now and I can explain it to you afterwards if that would make your life complete but the most important thing is that God fills you afresh with his spirit and that you keep coming back to Jesus day after day after day for strength for each day some of you are weighed down with so, how am I going to cope for the next year, two years, five years, whatever? Come to Jesus today. Some of you are just dry and exhausted, and Jesus says, come to me, you're thirsty, and drink. So what we're going to do is pray, as we often do at the end of a sermon, come Holy Spirit, and pray that God would refresh us. Now, we always confess our sins. Andy led us in a short confession earlier. Sometimes when we pray for the Holy Spirit to come, he points out something into our life that we need to deal with. If our life is full of unforgiveness or sin, there's a whole area the Holy Spirit cannot fill. We need to get rid of all that and idols, things we put before God, to make space for the Holy Spirit. 
Uh, we can, you can be as full of the Holy Spirit as you want to be. God pours him out without measure. And if you open your life up a little bit, you get a little bit of Holy Spirit. If you open your life up a lot, you get a lot of Holy Spirit. Uh, but the idea is that all God's people are filled with his Spirit. So day after day after day, we have the resources to love him and live for him. Uh, so we're going to stand. Would you stand? If the band would come back, they're going to lead us in a song in a couple of minutes. Going to pray, sing the song, Spirit Break Out. And uh, I'm just going to lead us in a time of prayer. And it may be if during this time of prayer or as we're singing, you'd just like someone to pray for you. The way we'll do it tonight is rather than going to the front, you'll just go to the back, <laughs> wherever you are. There's a very big back all the way around. So you can just nip to the back uh, and prayer ministry team, just have a look around, see if anybody's just stepped out the back. Uh, while we're worshipping, you don't need to have a conversation with them. You just need to lay a hand on their shoulder and pray, come Holy Spirit, please do more of whatever it is you're doing. That's fine. That's a really good way to pray. But before we sing, let me lead in prayer and we'll be still. Lord God, our Father, we thank you that Jesus revealed your love, that he died on the cross for our sins so we can be forgiven, that he is risen and ascended, sitting at your right hand, praying for us, pouring out the Holy Spirit. We pray, come Holy Spirit this evening and fill us afresh, each one of us individually and us as a congregation here tonight. And just be still. See what God wants to do in you by his Holy Spirit.